and how, how's training been this week to set that right, I suppose? Yes, quite quite focused. So there were many players involved who hasn't featured uh, so far during the during the Premier League, and uh, yeah, for that we had two groups. So we left also a few uh, of the players who were um, there was lots of load here at home, and in, in order to come there, load a bit uh, a bit down and the normal stuff. So uh, we went further on with the training on Wednesday, pretty calm down uh, day yesterday. Today, focus concentrated uh, last last session, and then later on we will travel. And then, yeah, fully switch on and concentrate on the task tomorrow. And, and just an update from you on, on the fitness of everyone. How's everyone doing? Yeah, so in general, so I think it was was important after um, after this um, um, game on on Tuesday. Um, it was important that several lads were not involved. So, for example, Timo Puki needed need definitely a rest. Uh, we had also many um, of our young lads like Max Owen, Jamal Lewis, Ben Godfrey was the beginning of the bench. Also, Emi Buendia, Todd Cantwell. Um, not not so many winger options because of several injuries at the moment. So for us, the risk was a bit too high to bring them uh, on the pitch uh, for this uh, for this level. So they were able to recreate a bit, and that's uh, that's a good good news uh, apart from the from the injuries. Yes, that's it. I want to ask you about about the Chelsea game. Yes, it was a defeat against you know a typically very good side, but um, you know you score two goals against a good team. How much heart can you take out of that performance? I'm sure you've watched it back. Yes, of course. Uh, first of all, uh, we're playing for points, not for for warm words and for compliments. So for that, we were of course disappointed one or two days that we were not able to gain some points out of this game. And it was a close game. We're pretty pretty close to to win some points against Chelsea. Um, and in general, we know that we have an unbelievable tough start until the season was facing uh, in the first five game days, um, the teams to finish on position one, two and three uh, in the table. So reigning uh, Champions League winner, reigning Europa League winner and Man City uh, winner of the Premier League title. So we know it's it's uh, it's tough for that. Each and every game counts. And I think it's it's also important not only to be disappointed, but also to, um, to speak about the positives. And my feeling was, again, a bit like against Liverpool. We showed that we are competitive. We showed... Uh, that we have our strengths. My feeling was uh, we're pretty close to to gain at least one point or even three points. And uh, of course, we spoke also about a few topics we can improve in order to uh, protect our own goal a bit uh, bit better. But I think it's also important to take lots of self confidence that our way, our our way of playing, our philosophy is exactly the right uh, right path. Because if we're just trying to park the bus with our type of players, then we have no chance against teams like like Chelsea or Liverpool or Man City. Or even yeah, a team like West Ham, who was there with so much individual quality in the in the offense, and for that we have to go our way. And um, so far, I'm pretty pretty pleased uh, with the with the performances. Also pleased that we have already three points under our belt. The first win, yeah, could also live with one or two points more if I'm uh, if I'm honest. But in general, so we're in a good position. You've had three games in the Premier League now. Have you've had a bit of time to kind of assess? Well, that jump up from the championship has, mm. has been like. Has it surprised you at all the the gap in that quality? No, because we were not naive. We know that we are meanwhile uh, playing in the, in the best league of the world against the best some of the best teams in the uh, in the world, and we know it's a big step up for a newly promoted side who is playing with so many young players and was not able um, uh, to spend lots lots of money so I think we spent less than one million pound in, in transfer fees so uh, and then to be competitive on this level is, is never easy we knew this but um, it's more like we want to raise the white flag so it's more like we, we showed already that we are uh, capable to win uh, points on this level and for that 
yeah, we know it would be a big sensation if uh, under this circumstances uh, would be uh, allowed also to play in the in the Premier League in the next season. But this is anyhow what we are trying to do. That's why we work so hard each and every day in each and every training session. And uh, yeah, we are greedy to win points in each and every game. Uh, we hear every season how important it is for promoted sides especially to mm. try and pick up points away from home. So mm -hmm. how, how much sort of impetus are you trying mm. to get across to your players about those points away from home? Yes, each and every point counts. It's more like you also speak about, okay, it's important that you uh, win your home games anyhow. So it's more like, yeah, each and every point is, uh, game is, is important. But one thing is for sure, though, um, at some point you you need to, to gain some points at home. And I think, for example, in the, but I'm not um, not scared. I mean, anyhow, so respectful against each and every side. We know uh, we are the underdogs in each and every game, also in the way games. But... I wouldn't, I wouldn't make such a big difference in uh, between uh, home and away games because the rules are the same. So there are 11 against 11, two rectangles in the end of the pitch, one ball. And yeah, of course, it's it's a bit easier when you play in your youth surrounding. And then for that, yeah, quite, uh, quite normal that you prefer to play at home in front of your own fans but uh, just because there are more West Ham fans for example around tomorrow so it's, it doesn't mean that we have no chance or whatever so it's more like uh, even last season we I think we were the best away team in the in the in the whole league uh, probably also the best home team I'm not sure but um, yeah in many many topics we were sitting on the position one in the, the table and yeah of course it would be nice to to gain some points also tomorrow yes well let me ask you about West Ham what, what have you made of their start to the season yeah, in general, it's a, it's a top-class club and uh, also a top-class uh, side. They had a more than decent finish and last season, my feeling is also like um, they signed some really quality and really good players, so good choices and on the transfer market. And I think with this addition to the court, they have definitely all chances to finish in the, in the first half of the uh, of the table. Uh, we know it's, it's a high-quality side and we are respectful. Uh, but also not scared because uh, we played already the two of the best uh, teams in the in the league and we showed that even against this side we we have our chances and we have our our spells and periods and that's what we're also trying to do tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks. Daniel, uh, Tim Closer, what's the latest that you can tell us on the injury? Yes, so we had uh, a scan and um, we'll have to rescan it uh, again in the during the next week when the swelling goes a bit down. But what we can uh, confirm right now is that um, yeah, his PCL is uh, ruptured. Um, that means he probably will need need a surgery. Also, some um, of the ligaments are also um, injured, and um, it's a bit difficult uh, to judge at the moment how long we will be out because um, it depends a bit on um, what the result in the rescan is when the swelling goes down. Because uh, we are also a bit scared that there's something a bit with the a bit more with the knee and with the meniscus. Um, best case scenario, he will be out for four, four months. Uh, it's a best case scenario. So. Um, if there is nothing with the meniscus, it's just that the PCL has to um, has to heal again and the surgery for this. Um, so, best case, we have him, we have him back uh, at any point in team training during January and then, let's say, we will be back for the games at any point um, in February. Um, but there's also a danger that there is something also with the meniscus and that means um, we just can have the surgery for the, for the PCL. Uh, when this is fixed and uh, yeah the worst case scenario of the doctors is 9 to 12 months um, so it's, it's a wide range at the moment we know this um, so something between 4 months and, and 12 months 
um, we're still hoping hoping for the best and hoping for the for the best case scenario that would mean that we have him at least back then for the last I don't know two and a half months or whatever of the uh, of the season. But if we're realistic. Um, Right now, we have to say that probably the season will be over, so we just can confirm it really detailed and and what the really the the um, the really final outcome is. And probably next next week after you've seen uh, two consultants and also the rescan. And um, but at the moment, uh, at least he will be out for the next uh, four months. So if, if, even if it was the best worst case scenario, there would still need to be surgery, surgery on that. Yes, because. Um, um, yeah, sometimes you can also handle it in a conservative way, but it's uh, it's not like just a part rupture. It's more or less completely completely damaged. So at least, doctor said eighty five percent or something like this. So for that, um, at the moment, we we think it will be definitely uh, surgery will be will be needed. Also, it's more like um, yeah, auto, for safety safety reasons. And uh, but um, because it's uh, such a yeah, crucial, crucial injury. So we'll also have a second and third opinion or whatever. I think uh, we do this uh, to Tim and also his, um, his future and his career. And, and again, we still hope the best and hoping for that he's anyhow uh, back in, in four months because, yeah, of course, he's uh, not only an unbelievable brilliant lad and, but also unbelievable important for, for us as a, as a group. And uh, But at least he will be out for at least four months. He's obviously an experienced lad, but this on top of the injuries he's had pretty much all this year, not really been involved going back to the Brentford game since then really it feels like he's had to battle with injuries even though he's an experienced lad can you just give us a sense of, of, of his reaction it, it must be well heartbreaking I guess as a professional if you're not fit Yes, definitely, because he was unbelievably disappointed and really, really down. And I think um, it's also important to, to let him be disappointed down in, the, in this moment. So not like that it just comes in a few weeks during the re-up or whatever. So I think it's important that he feels also this disappointment because in general, so he was more or less in this mood. So 2019, so far, it's not my year and, and probably it won't be my year because um, he was nearly not on the on the pitch. So so many you know tragical um, injuries and also this injury in the... the yeah, with always back cup game against a four tire uh, team so because the opponent slipped away and and uh, raced into him so it's it's tough to take to be to be honest because my feeling was he worked so hard during his re-up to be there back and he felt that he's close right now and he just needed this minutes during the cup game and then he would be completely completely back he worked so hard on this on the shape and his fitness and it's tragical for him but um, if i'm also honest so it's more like in this in this case so yeah, this happens in football and you have to handle it. And it's also important that we allow him to be disappointed yeah, for a few days, but then we'll go again. To, uh, that's also for sure we'll come back uh, stronger than before. And, and he will get all all support and all the time that he needs from, from our side because uh, he's a brilliant lad. He's uh, not only, of course, he's a brilliant footballer, but a uh, brilliant centre-back, but also a brilliant lad and so important for us as a club. And we will support him with uh, and give him all the time that he that he needs. We won't force anything too much or whatever. Uh, we will give him also the best um, yeah, medical support that he, that he can have. And, and we will support him a lot. And uh, we're already looking forward when we have him back uh, together and uh, back in the dressing room. Another centre-back off midweek, Christoph Zimmerman. So that's with him, man. He's available. Uh, that's uh, that's a good news. So he got a hit against his back, and then he felt something with the hip. And yeah, one or two days he felt a bit sore or whatever. But he was able to be back on the on the training pitch uh, also today. Trained with us, and um, yeah, he was also out for, for such a long time. And uh, but at least he's uh, good news with him. He's available. Uh, in terms of the guys on duty midweek, any of those that we haven't discussed already? Injuries, concerns, fitness. 
not that much a few um a few hits um uh, not one lad who was involved on, on wednesday so on tuesday but uh grant henley is out for tomorrow so he injured himself um this morning during our our uh, last session so we um yeah overstretched anyhow his, his groin and uh Yeah, as Ken is needed in the in the late afternoon uh, today. We hope it's it's not too bad, but he has to had to go in during the training session. Was not able to go further on. He will have a scan this afternoon in order to um, find out what uh, what is exactly the case. And uh, but he will definitely be out uh, for tomorrow and, and not available. Yeah, before the international break. And more to the point on the international break, Olivia Nash, because he obviously got a call up call up into the Scotland squad. Is it too soon to say he won't meet up with, with Scotland now? I don't think it's possible because he was not able to run further on and, and had to go in. So, yeah, let's wait what the scan says. Also a bit tragic for him because it was his first uh, Scotland call up since a long since a long time. And uh, yeah, we all. I think it was a fair reward for his hard hard work, although he had a bit unlucky start with his own goal, uh, for example. But um, yeah, also a big big blow for him. And uh, yeah, but uh, if I'm honest, so I'm, I'm not sure if he can travel. Okay. And uh, just got more on that, Alex Tete. Uh, you explained why he wasn't available midweek. Is, mm. is he available for tomorrow? Josip Dermic, where are we with him? Yes, good news with them both. So Alex is available. Uh, was was able to train with us, and also will he will uh, travel with us. Uh, to to West Ham and uh, also Josip is, is available. So back um, training pitch um, since Wednesday, the day after the after the cup game, and of course he's not there with 100% or whatever. But uh, yeah, for an offensive player, sometimes uh, sometimes even a bit easier. And it's good to have a, a player of his quality and also self confidence uh, back in our in our group. And um, yeah, he will be fully fit and and 100% available. Uh, after the international break, but even for tomorrow, he's, he could be an option because he trained with us last um, yeah three days. Obviously, getting to West Ham, but just just a word news confirmed this morning. I know you don't like praising young players, but you're probably going to have to break your rule today because three three of your young lads in England are the 21s for the first time. What's your reaction to that? Yes, I guess I have to break my rules and and have to praise them a little bit because it's well deserved. So it's not like you it's coincidence or you you um, get this as a gift. So you're just getting this when you are working unbelievable hard and big compliments for them. Um, uh, it's well deserved and well deserved reward. My feeling is also a reserved reward for our club because it's it shows also our philosophy to stick with the young lads and to improve and to develop them. It's also a sign of of our way and that Norwich City is definitely a For many players, a really, really good club. Also for high-quality players, experienced players, but also especially for young players, a really, really good surrounding and a really good club to um, to develop and and take the next step in in your career. And for that, big compliments uh, to to all of my young lads. Um, yeah, but they also know that uh, I will just be happy when they wear the big line on the, on the shirt. So right now they're allowed to wear the three little lines. So I will just be happy when they wear. Where one day, hopefully, then the the big and the real lines, and for that there's still work to do. With talking of the big lines, there's a guy who has got his call up again, James Madison. You talk about it reflects well on the club, but you must take a lot of pleasure as a person, as a coach, because he, those three, and him, obviously, you showed a lot of faith and gave them an opportunity, and have been rewarded now. So, is that something you derive a lot of satisfaction from as well? Yeah, first of all, it's it's totally due to to James' personality and his hard work. So I don't want to praise us too much um, for for this. But I can also remember though when I when I came in and he was a young young lad, a bit 
on the surge and and physically not prepared for the for the highest load when we're speaking perhaps to to uh, loan him out because um yeah there were so many competitors and so many experienced lads on on his position but yeah we decided um then that he will stay because we we uh, saw a lot uh, in him and and we trust a lot in his uh, ability and we wanted to improve and 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 develop him and um yeah, so it was also like step by step at first he was uh, allowed a big big honor to to wear the shirt with the uh, for the uh, for the um yeah under 23 21 games and it's more like meanwhile um yeah he's 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 got a call up for the for the um first team so three big lines on his uh, on his shirt and well deserved to be honest because he um, had the next steps uh, also right now at, at Leicester and uh, hopefully he can go on. It's also a good sign that, um, yeah, not only the under-21 is a, is a target right now for, for young players here at Norwich, so you can even reach um, higher rewards and um, it's also also good for the club, definitely. Obviously tomorrow West Ham touched on it a little bit earlier. Looks like they've bounced back well from a very difficult opening game, you know, to get the champions as they did. Um, what are you making of what you've seen so far from them in terms of... Style. What type of game do you think you're in for tomorrow? Yes, yeah, it's a tough start yeah, when you lose uh, such a first game uh, with this scoreline. It's it's always tough. But uh, I was a bit um, reminded to to our Liverpool game, so it it was definitely not a null five or something like this. So my feeling was uh, was almost pretty 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 uh, close to to have a decent result in this in this game and many late goals so it was a bit different to to our um, game against liverpool but my feeling is there were not uh, there was not a difference of five goals between the two teams although yeah of course you can lose uh, against man city for example 5-0 so this can happen against uh, such a good side but in general was more or less it was a was a close game and it was a bit unlucky for them and they bounced back but i expected this because they have an unbelievable uh, experienced head coach. They finished in a decent position last season. My feeling is pretty, pretty good work on the on the transfer market, and their claim will definitely also be to 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 finish in the first half of the of the table. And we know we face a, a top class side with many options, especially um, in the uh, in the offense. So yeah, transfer of Halea for I think forty five million pounds or whatever shows the ambitions uh, of the club. And it was not this only uh, the only signing. So they have many many. Um, top-class players, especially in their offense, but well-balanced squad, experienced coach, and for that, we have to be respectful, not scared, but uh, respectful, definitely. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Pellegrini, very, very experienced coach. What do you make of his career? Have you followed him that closely? He worked at some very, very big clubs. Hmm. Yeah, I'm full, full of respect. So, in, in, in general, so during all his work life, he was successful. Worked for for big clubs and always uh, delivered. Also, with performances, with um, he has won something. And and um, yeah, I'm full of respect. And and also with experience, he exactly knows how to to lead a club um, with great ambitions, um, but also perhaps not the. Um, the possibilities, like for example, the top two or three teams uh, clubs in the in this league. So my feeling is uh, unbelievable experienced uh, coach and and uh, yeah. So in in general, really really good uh, balanced um, balanced club and and a good combination. I'm full of respect for for Pellegrini. That's for sure. Just one from me talking off strikers. If I've got my numbers right, I think it's team who's not done picking your side for you, but potentially it's 50th game for Norwich tomorrow. 35 goals. I know you've said a lot about that guy, but just underline that scale of achievement to score that amount of goals in 50 games. Yeah, let's see if we bring him on the pitch uh, tomorrow. Uh, at least he's got a chance. Um, yes. So I praise him and then um, many, many speeches and, and many, many comments. And, and he is praised at the moment. And 
Um, I'm not scared if you press him too much that he will lose uh, the ground under his feet. So he's so uh, settled down and calmed down as a personality. And uh, it's also my feeling um, why, he, why he is delivering um, over the long term period. Yeah? Because he's not carried away from one or two good performances and all the praises or all the headlines or whatever. He just keeps going, uh, going on hard with hard working uh, and thinking about the club, thinking about the, um, the group of players. And he's so. Um, so modest and and uh, yeah, it's also also great so it was for example we had to speak when he comes um, as an example when he has to come back after uh, after the um, uh, games for the national team right now and uh, i think their game will be on sunday evening and he uh, asked me when he has to come back um, and i told him i listen sunday evening it's probably okay Will be the flight in the morning you don't have to attend at nine o'clock in the morning but then in the afternoon we can go again and she turned around and said yeah okay monday afternoon i'm i'm back and uh, i just say okay listen monday will be probably an off day for you and uh, come back a bit later and he said oh that's nice or whatever so he would also come in if i say listen uh, take a flight on on sunday sunday evening if it's not possible then drive by car or whatever in order to be there at eight o'clock in the morning monday morning to to be there was a was a tough training session he would be there and this says enough about his character if madison does play for England, will norwich get some money that's a question for Stuart Weber and uh, our board because I'm not so interested, uh, to be honest, in our in our money and, and I'm just interested in sport. But um, you can be aware that uh, Stuart Weber is a, a top-class sporting director and he thinks about everything and everything is sorted for each and every case, but um, ask the question to him. Uh, you mentioned the three under-21 caps. You mentioned going on to the next stage. Do you think they have got the potential to... No, I have to hold the pressure high on my uh, on my lads and won't praise them and tell them that they are already prepared for the uh, for the for the big team. So I will just moon about them and uh, hold the pressure high. Um, but in the end, I will just be happy with them uh, if they one day they they were it. But I won't praise them and tell them that they are one day will play there. So it's more like uh, like always my attitude is I will hold the pressure high on them and I will tell them how poor they are and and uh, what they have to improve. And um, but just be happy when they were the shirt one day. Uh, ben had the captain's armband for a little bit on Tuesday night, Daniel. And I know we probably talk more about the armband than, than you guys do, but mm -hmm. it, it strikes me looking at the inside that Ben does have those attributes that a team would want him to be their captain. No, don't praise him too much. It was just coincidence. So it's more like uh, Christoph Zimmerman had to had to go out and he was tired after 60 minutes, and we had to hurry up a bit because we were we were losing in this moment, and he had no um, time to to run with his cap arm into a forward player or whatever, and uh, Ben was uh, just the nearest to him, and that's the reason he got this uh, armband. Okay. No, but he's to be honest. <laughs> we can ignore the armband. Yeah. But, but it was it was I mean, you yeah, yeah how in general. Young, how young he is and how mature he looks on the pitch around. His Yes, I agree. So uh, it's not like I, I need not just one captain uh, on the on the pitch, or I need I need leaders on the pitch, and it doesn't matter um, if you're 17, 18, or if you're 39. So it's uh, pretty often it is like the experienced players are there uh, with uh, with leadership. Um, but each player differs. Yeah, for example, Timo Pukki will never be the player, although he's meanwhile there was um, in the age of 29 and and delivers. He's just there with his body language, unbelievable, and speaking and talking a lot. So he leads more or less by uh, by example. And um, yeah, although Ben is a pretty young guy, but he can be a leader. And and uh, with all his, he's he's um, 
he's already mature and, and really concentrated. I was at first when we tried to um, work with him because he began his uh, career more in the holy midfielder role. If he's really capable to play in this young age already without mistakes and in a centre-back position you have to play without mistakes uh, if he's really that focused and that concentrated to do it in each and every second of the game but he showed this uh, capability and totally pleased with him and I'm totally pleased also with its developing that he improves and, and develops more and more into this uh, leader role and um, yeah all I would recommend to him so go further on exactly in this behavior without losing the ground so it's not like he think can think already he's already reached a level of um, yeah Van Dijk or Rio Ferdinand or whatever so he's Ben Godfrey and still a young lad uh, but I'm totally pleased what he what he's doing at the moment and he can go on he has to go on because uh, if you're honest so not so many uh, other uh, centre-backs are available at the moment. Okay.